0: Captain's Log, episode 58. This week's episode of the Beer Vengers podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective. Located at 35-11 Dipmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens, now open seven days a week. More in the mood for wine than beer? They've got you covered with their new wine list, complete with cheese pairings. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At the Beer and Cheese Collective, new name, same great place. This week, Captain of the Beer Wonder, welcome back, special guest, beer venture, Globe Hopper. This show features beer pours, information, fun stories, and you know, the usual. If you listen before, you know what to expect. You won't be disappointed. If you're new, you won't know if you're disappointed unless you listen. Take an hour to figure it out. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers@gmail.com at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 58, A Darker Shade of Pale.
1: Well, we're the Beer, 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 Avengers. Beer, 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 Avengers. Beer, 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 beer. Be Avengers
0: We're the Be Avengers. Welcome to the Beercast everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brown
2: Stout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer
1: Wonder. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the Borough of Brooklyn, it is I, the Globe Hopper. And we are the, the the
0: beer, beer the Avengers. Avengers. smooth fellas very nice yeah that's right we are the beer vengeance that was good i, I like i really like the way we one. came in for that landing too
2: pretty sexy i uh, like it. big fan yeah. the globe hopper arriving <laughs> for a landing
0: i ran out of breath i'll be honest i oh well it's okay. Yeah, do you either you sort of like? Anyway, uh, welcome to the welcome to the beer cast, everyone. So happy to have you here. We've been gone for a little while. Uh, we may, who knows? We we are on this haphazard schedule, and thank all of you for for coming along with us whenever we do, whenever we show up at uh, nine a.m. on a Monday morning, and there we are in your
2: if you're subscribing, perfect you, drinking time. <laughs> nine a.m. on a Monday morning—that is when you start for the week. Am I right? Absolutely. I I mean, or yeah, finish all, from we, the
1: weekend. Well, there true. you go. There
2: you go. You
0: know, it's little, little hair of the dog and all that. Um, uh, as you noticed, uh, we we, we uh, have one of our recurring special guests back, special guest to be your Avenger, the Globe Hopper. Welcome back, uh, Globe Hopper. Thank you. It's good to be back, as always.
2: Just hopping on by. Just hopping on yeah. by like you do. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
0: coming to you here in uh, right around tax time, uh, 2022. Uh, uh, I, I managed to get mine done pretty recently. Uh Kind of, uh, kind of a wash for me, which is better than owing. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, had a few beer experiences or experiences, as we like to call them here on the Beer Cast. Uh, we'll also find out what uh, globehopper has been up to and what we've been up to. Uh, but before we get to any of that, uh, gentlemen, get to the pores,
2: right? Naturally,
0: of course. Yeah, let's get to the pores. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh... I would say we should hop to it, shouldn't we? <laughs> oh. oh, we should
0: very clever. Yes. Let's let let's skip the theater of who goes first and go right to the puns. Absolutely. Globe
1: Hopper, I think that's your cue. Oh, okay. All right. I'll just hop right on over and grab that. Well, there you go. This going to be a lot of hopping. Uh
2: Well, we're, we're on this also we're also if you're listening to this it's just past Easter, so you know.
1: Right. Exactly. That is unless you're orthodox. That's true. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I got a really fun one. Um it is the uh Smoked Lichtenheiner Weiss Ooh, from freigeist. <laughs> thank you, thank oh, you, thank you. Um, it is the Abraxas from from Freygeist. Very um, good. So I don't know if you've ever had one, but um, no, this is fascinating. I, I Where actually, is Freygeist? So Freygeist is German. Um, okay. however, this one is brewed in the United States. So they contract in in um, St. Louis. Actually. Oh, very good. Uh, they're contracted through the Urban Chestnut Brewing Company. Excellent.
0: Uh, so yeah, this, my my other association with Abraxis is the is perennial. has an Abraxis which is also out of St. Louis.
1: Right. Yeah, so maybe it's the same same contractor. But let's see what this.
2: Beautiful oh, crack there.
1: Excellent. Oh Oh,
2: and a perfectly
1: a uh, stein for
2: a stein. good German beer yeah. as it should be. Yeah. Oh oh, oh so, my goodness. Good amber color there. Yeah. I Not getting a ton that? of head. Not really.
1: No. no. Okay. Hardly very little. Yeah, almost at none. At yeah. almost wow. none. Yeah. Almost none. But it is. Yeah, hold up
0: that can next to it. so Let's oh, get yeah, a good yeah. look at both of yeah, them together. Yeah. Oh. You know. Oh, that's that what that's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful indeed. Ooh. It smells good. Excellent. Well, uh Ooh. I I I out of politeness, uh i'm not sure which one of us should go next i uh, know this
2: is gonna be a standoff isn't it well, why do we let right. why don't we let our uh, the globe hopper choose oh i mean it's it's a 50 50 uh, no, such power Captain.
1: captain how about let's see
0: sure sure all why right not? well uh i i was almost gonna do it to beer wonder because he sounds a little dry right now uh but uh <laughs> all right let's uh i, I, I will to, to no one's, uh, to the surprise of no one, is that how you say I yeah screwed up. that you, you always say it. To the surprise of no one, I think it's, uh, I have here with me a...
2: Sponsored pour.
0: That's right. I have a sponsored pour from our sponsor, the Beer and Cheese Collective at 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard in Astoria, Queens, now open Shocking. seven days a week. Yes, I know. It's, Shocking. it's crazy. Uh, but what I have, and it was curious, I was talking to Globe Hopper before we started, and he's going to actually have some more information about this brewery than I do, because Ooh. they're really hard to find on the internet. For those of you who are fans of your Girl Scout cookies, this is Decadent Ales Samoa. Ooh. Uh, and yes, I'm, I, I they don't call it Samoan, because I think that might be a copyright infringement, so they just call it Samoa. Okay. Uh And it is... Uh, Caramel coconut cookie flavored. So I, I think we can pretty much assume there's a connection between those two. Uh, this is uh, an Imperial Pastry Stout. They don't call it Pastry Stout, but if it's a caramel coconut cookie, it's a pastry stout, uh, in my humble opinion. And it's um, it's uh, ooh, 11.8% ABV, Oof. so very healthy. Let's see what we have here.
2: We are actually recording at happy hour time, so it's a great time we for are. 100% beer.
0: All right, there we go.
2: Well, it's motor oil, oh, I'll boy. say that much. It is pouring it so is. thick. And, uh, I mean, it's just, you can barely see through that thing. It's literally kind of, dis- the captain is disappearing before our eyes. Yes. As is Although the logo. That's true. And the head yeah. is just very, very, gen- very small. It's there. It's there. Barely, yeah. Oh. Oh, very nice. All right.
0: Well, now, Beer Wonder, uh, you
2: can't postpone this any longer. What pour do you have? Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. This is it, this is going to surprise everyone because I also have a sponsored
0: pour. Another sponsored pour from a store from the Beer and Cheese Collective. Wonderful, exactly. Wonderful. I know. Shocking. I, well, almost, this is I, from... I almost dead named them. I'm sorry, Rick. <laughs> I know. Don't do
2: it. Don't do it. That's rude. Um, so this is from a, a little brewery out of Chicago called Off Color Brewing. Oh, uh, very good. And look at this. Look at this, It's got this adorable um, can. The can art is pretty epic. It's a bunch of mice um, that are in front of a, a, little, uh, a little classroom there. And they're well, counting adorable. up uh, to... Uh, they're adding up numbers and they're getting to... Um, uh, it's like a hundred thousand or a million or 10 million or something like that. Um, But the beer is called kilo beer. And this is a Grisette style beer mixed fermentation with two classic farmhouse yeast strains. It's a lot happening here. It's from their secret batch number 1000, which is a whole series that they were doing. So I am excited about this one. It's been a minute since I've had a Chicago beer, but I've always enjoyed what I've gotten from there. So let's see how this one turned out.
1: Lovely crack, lovely always. It's a very always. sexy crack,
2: yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, that's nice. It's pretty, right? Yeah. Really, uh, it's got heavy carbonation, big bubbles here, and you can see really cascading right up to the top, but that popping really fast. So this head is not going to stick around for lunchtime. But, very good. But very pretty. All right. Very silvery. Get that canard in there because it's so cute. Oh, yeah, that's nice. All right.
0: All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Hmm. Oh, that's very nice. Mm. Oh, tasty. Thick and rich. Yeah, I think the only other ones I've had from uh, off color, well, probably not the only ones, but the ones that immediately come to mind are all their uh, variations on the uh, the Dino S'mores.
2: Right. Yep. Now, they are, they, they're, they're, they're of course, putting out really good stuff, but this is a part of a series that they were doing around sour beers. Uh, and this one was really fun. Their secret batch number 1000 was called Two Classic Farmhouse Yeast Strains, Duking It Out. Um, and so I guess you have to decide which of the two that you thought did better. But uh, but grisettes are sort of one that I find are a little bit hard to come by. I remember when the Globe Hopper and I started doing all of these mysterious tours in New York City and a grisette showed up for the first time on the tour I forget who it was, but it was sort of a rare one that we were having to hand out to folks because they were people were often surprised by it. Was that Big Alice?
1: I, I think it was Big Alice. Because mm-hmm. um, I I also had one of theirs. They did a barrel aged version of one of their grisettes. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was called Little Grace. Uh, that might be a, a hook up uh, later on. a Hook up, um, but I believe it was. And it was, I mean, it's lovely, but very floral on the front and just a little tartness to it. But yeah, you don't get yeah. enough grisettes. Um, no. In my opinion.
2: I mean, it's really classic farmhouse. It's very like we're out, we're drinking. And of course, it's French, which is the thing that we can't forget because who does, who likes French beers? But what's cool about this is they're using two different uh, classic farmhouse yeast strains. They don't tell us which one, but there's a lot happening in here. It's got pilsner malt, flaked wheat, Wheat, Vienna, and flaked barley, and three different kinds of hops, so it's packing a punch. And you really do get that nice floralness, a really good sweetness, and it's a very gentle tartness. It's not sort of the hit that you'd expect from a lot of sour beers. So this one goes down nice and easy, and probably a little too easy for what I believe is a six percent beer. So, but and a pretty amber color too that I kind of love, right? Excellent. Could, yeah.
1: Good. I like your it walls too.
2: with this. <laughs> So ah, nice
1: tell us more about that German beer you have there, Globe uh, Yes. I, was, I forgot to say what the percentage was on this one as well. Uh, it is also 6%. Um, right. So it is a – so I don't know if you've ever heard of a smoked Lichtenheiner uh, Weiss ale. Uh-uh. So Lichtenheiner is a very old German style that is technically a smoked – think of it as a smoked Berliner Weiss. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So you get the sourness of the Berliner, yep. But it's using smoked uh, malts with it as well. Um, so they traditionally don't have to be have wheat, even though it is a Weiss. Um, but it use usually now ha- does have wheat in with the barley. Um, it is it is lovely. So even though there's mm-hmm. no head, it is bubbling. It the nucleation is like happening. It's bubbling like crazy. It hasn't stopped bubbling. Uh, which oh is, wow. But there's literally no head on it at all. Yeah, uh, which is like which
2: was really surprising to see. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I can like if you look into it, it's just continuing. It's very active beer, but you mm. definitely get the smoke on it, just like you would as it like a uh, like a smoked Hellas. So it'd be that okay. same nose, but then when you sip it, it's a Berliner Weisse. Oh. So it's just it's lovely. It's just lovely. Very good. Um, but it is a inspired by the Eastern German tart uh, wheat beer style, once known as the Lichtenheiner. Abraxas is a sour, and it's a complex uh, beer with a balancing smoky maltiness. Oh, so, right. You know. Well, well, the fact that we're pulling
2: sours definitely seems to be a vote that we're headed towards springtime, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where I'm very firmly uh, entrenched <laughs> in my It's Always Stout Season uh, mode uh, here well, with this beer I have.
2: Captain, I would argue that if it's Girl Scout themed, that is a sign of spring as well.
0: All right. I'll give you that. Uh, yes. Yeah, It's interesting. Uh, this is uh, this is a Girl Scout cookie that I grew up with. I didn't find out until a few years back because I'm not really a uh, Girl Scout cookie-ophile uh, so much. But I, I, I grew up in Ohio um as i've discussed before here uh we we're all from all over places that are even though we've been in new york for a while uh but but i i realized that my friends who grew up in different states may have had entirely different experiences with the names of the girl scout cookies because the girl scout cookies have two separate bakeries primarily uh and different ones name the same version of the same cookie different things so oh. what I grew up with as the Samoan, some people uh, got as the uh, caramel delights.
2: Oh yep. yeah. yeah, actually but it's that essentially,
0: I think
2: Upper Midwest. I think we were caramel delights, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh. Al- although from what I understand, I was I was trying to do a little bit of a, a deep dive into all this. Uh, is that it's not even necessarily what region, uh, as much as what your local Girl Scout Council, which bakery they choose to order from. Mm. Oh okay. Because they're basically, like I said, they're basically two different ones. Like, for instance, another one was like, uh, I think, savannas, uh, which are the like peanut butter sandwich cookies, or in some places just called like peanut butter sandwich or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, but but I do remember Samoas. I also wondered if they were even using the term Samoan anymore because I didn't know if that had maybe fallen under the the rubric of cultural appropriation. Uh, I can But see I that. believe Samoas are still being used. Uh, and, uh, and, and boy, this is a really good beer. Um, this is just, I, I'm, it's, it's that caramel coconut and that chocolate flavor. It's like, it's, 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 it's thick and rich, but not overly sweet. Um, Mm. and I'm just, I'm just really enjoying this one a lot. This is actually the second beer that I've seen, uh, at the Beer and Cheese Collective lately from Decadent uh, in this, this also all in the Imperial Stout style. I can't remember the name of the other one. But it made me realize I've seen Decadent for a while, and I wanted mm. to try and find out a little bit more about them. And there's really the only information on their website is about how to order it.
1: <laughs> of and I tried
0: to do a little bit of, uh, tried to do a little bit of like, okay, what about news stories? I was gonna find a couple of fluff pieces in like the Westchester Magazine or something because that's basically. Oh, I should say this is. <laughs> I had assumed uh, because I'm not from this area, uh, even though I've been here for twenty odd years. Uh, that I looked at the can, and I said, "Oh, it's uh, mamaronic," and I oh. think based on what I saw in the weather last night, it's mamamaren. M- wait, wait a minute. <laughs> we we're, with this every time you say it, nothing sounds natural. Once you experience with, uh, um, yeah, mamaronek. mamaronic, mamaren,
2: mamaronic. If I'm not mamaronic, mamaronic,
1: mamaronic is what
2: but, I've is how I've heard it said. But yeah, it's now that, is, that is that is from the theater, so it may have been done with a specific dialect, but Mamernec <laughs> is where Mamernec is what i Da-da-da-da-da. Yes.
0: And I think the more of these beers you have, the the strange your pronunciation might become. But yeah, but it's a, it's a really good brewery. Uh the other one I had is in addition to this one. I'm this is the first time I've actually tasted this one. I'm I'm doing this one. I will often do a pre-taste, but this one's but I'm oh this is a great one that uh, that Ryan gave me the other day. And uh yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, but, but, uh, the Decadent Ales, they, uh, apparently they've only had, uh, a permanent space for a couple of years, maybe three years, maybe since 2019, and they operate out of halftime beverages in Mamaronek. And, uh, I, I, I didn't realize, I'd heard of the name. I'd seen ads for them as far as getting delivery from them. But, Globehopper, you were telling me you know a little bit more about uh, what, what Halftime is, what they do, what yeah. the situation um, is.
1: Yeah, so I've actually been to their store. Um, mm-hmm. It is a giant former grocery store turned into beer store. Uh, oh, so cool. imagine going into a food town, but it's all beer. Um, that oh, sounds I, amazing. It is. That fantastic. sounds great. trip. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's right off the road, super easy to get to, plenty of parking. Um, and when you go into a beer store that has grocery carts, then you know it's a good place. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yeah. So it's good. Um, but, yeah, they they pretty much – they have a lot of local beer, but they also get international beer. So, you know, obviously I was drawn there. Um, but they have the entire rows of, you know – separated by ipas sours and it's just like just shelf after shelf after shelf after shelf and you can spend hours in there just looking at beer which is kind of cool um well but i guess also- when
0: you, i guess when you're the size of a grocery store you have room to have a whole brewery in there of your own because <laughs> because that's a deal is it decadent operates directly out of halftime beverages yeah that's where their facility is
1: yeah. And they also have, um, so obviously they have Decadent, but they also do um, growlers to go. So you can come in and they have beer on tap and, and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a great place. They have, they did some remodeling from the flooding we had uh, last year because they got, right. they're under, they're on the bottom of the hill. And it's dug out, and so they were had about three feet of water. And in, and in was that store? from that
0: one day where where no one everyone knew like oh I think it's supposed to rain later, yeah. and all of a sudden everyone was underwater.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. that's the one. That's the one. Um, so yeah, so they obviously have rebuilt. They they're all good now, um, but they ship their beer, so they also Ooh. do. Uh, local and some, uh, around the country, obviously it depends your state. Cause yeah. we know the fun laws with that. Um, of course. but where yeah. we're lucky to be in New York for that reason. <laughs> yep. But yeah, no, they're, they are great places and they can, you can get pretty much any type of beer you want there. Um, yeah. I actually went there because they used to carry this beer that I'm drinking, but because it's a German beer, um, It only comes to the United States, even though it is brewed, contract brewed here. It only comes like once every couple of years. So it is a rare beer to to get, um, which is fun. But it is fascinating
0: to me how I the more I learn about contract brewing and how like even something that is, you know, only a few hundred miles away, even in Canada, uh, that sometimes even the stuff from the Canadian breweries is contract brewed here. Yeah, Just because it's easier the... for them to rent space here than to pay the import taxes. Oh yeah, and pass that on us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of laws, uh, we had sort of a fun uh, happening in our home uh, state of New York. Uh, suddenly, a law that I think a lot of us were big fans of came. Back, and it seems to be semi-permanent. Gentlemen, do you know what I'm speaking of?
0: Well, we've certainly talked about it a lot on the beer cast, so I think if, to any of our regular listeners, you'll know exactly what Beer beer Wonder is talking about, and that is the policy that is ever-evolving regarding to-go cocktails.
2: Now, Globhopper, did you indulge in to-go cocktails at the earlier part of this pandemic? Was that something that... Of,
1: of course. Of, of course. course. Um, there... I don't have a lot of bars in my direct vicinity, um, but there's enough a few blocks away that definitely would go on summer walks when it was nice and yep. go grab a cocktail and then walk around and enjoy a cocktail. Whether you're supposed to or not, but I was. <laughs> well, you know, who
2: who who, who really is, is keeping track at that point? But for for me, the, the big issue was, you remember the Cuomo chips? Where you had to like get a bag of chips, or you had to. Oh, they like a, yeah, a they've adjusted that
0: significantly, haven't they?
2: Yeah. So what's what's going on with this like new to go cocktail situation, Captain?
0: Well, a- what I read, and uh, you probably read some of the same articles that I did, is that they are well. First of all, the it's still being considered experimental. So it's like it's a it's another. They basically added another trial period onto the previous trial periods we've been doing. So sure. is it what two three years? Does that sound right? I can't yeah, I can't remember what right. it. But there, uh, yeah. yep. a couple of years um, and uh, like one of the rules is that you can't like you can't 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 sell someone a whole bottle of wine.
2: Well, that's because the liquor lobby is is afraid that. Well, they're yeah, of course, it's, their, it's all it's yeah.
0: all driven by there. The, the, it wouldn't even be an issue if it weren't for the liquor lobby. Uh, I mean, it's crazy that you can buy a bottle of wine in a restaurant. But you can't buy a bottle of wine to 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 go. I, I can understand why they wouldn't want someone buying a whole like liter of whiskey. I can see that liquor lobby would be threatened by that, but a bottle of wine seems to be another matter. But you know they're very, very concerned about who can sell a bottle of wine, and they only want want to be the only ones. Uh, but they are allowing people to sell glasses, etc., and cocktails. But but this is, I think, what you were talking about. Uh, it has to be accompanied by a substantial food purchase, which which I think which is just so nebulous uh, well, yeah. on its face.
2: We got more guidance. I love. I also okay. thoroughly enjoy when like the state government is having big important press conferences, and they're like, "So what is substantial food?" And they're like, "Chicken yeah. wings are substantial. Soup oh. is substantial. <laughs> Salad and sandwiches are substantial, okay. but chips are not." And I was like, mm, "This is weird." And I would
0: imagine either the American or British version of chips probably fall into that same category. Or yeah, would they? So perhaps it, it, I mean fries would, would versus. Fries? So I guess fries, if they're accompanied by fish, is probably substantial.
2: Well, so, But here's the question. Like, is if it's nachos, well,
0: there is you that go. substantial?
2: Because that's but, still... Well, I mean,
0: if it is, then cheese fries should be substantial.
1: I was thinking the exact same thing.
0: If you put cheese
1: on it, now it's an entree, right? Definitely totally. if disco I, fries, if anyone is put, still
0: selling those, yeah.
1: Nobody's selling those. Well, I, you, you joke, but there was a... I,
0: do you know what I'm talking about? I have had disco. It's pres, like yeah. cheese and gravy and such. Oh yeah. Okay, you may it's say it's nobody's poutine. selling those. It's American
2: poutine. But
0: but I. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Poutine should be substantial. There you go. Exactly. Like like, yeah. So that's like it was like. So is 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 it a matter of like, so pro so so carbohydrates in and of themselves maybe not, but carbohydrate carbohydrates plus protein equals substantial. Is that what we're saying? So hot dog is okay. Well, I would, I'm I would, just, I would be? assume, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's the funny yeah. thing, though. A single hot dog is a single hot dog, substantial, or does it have but to have be to accompanied two. by a side? See, chili this dog. Is,
1: this is. See? I don't know. Chi- and if you put if you put the chili on the hot dog, then it's two things, and now it's substantial. I think we're just agreeing that if you put cheese on anything, now it's substantial. It's if, if right. you add cheese, it's
2: a meal. <laughs> Correct. It's
1: a meal. The beer Avengers yeah. have decreed it. It is done. Right.
2: There we go. So, I'm, yeah. I'm down with that. Well, I'm excited for when this all uh, takes effect. Um, I remember um, at Randolph, my, you know, a place that actually all of us have been, um, but a- as they were sort of reopening, uh, I was frequently grabbing to-go cocktails from there, or to-go beers from there as well, and, and enjoying them in the park near here. Uh, and it was great. It was wonderful. So I'm excited for that to, uh, to eventually come back, fingers crossed, because uh, it's, you know, New York City, Gotham. Excuse me, is uh, much better when you have a drink in hand. I think.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Now, uh, Globhopper,
0: I, I, uh, I, I, you were telling me earlier a little bit about how uh, you are uh, in the throes of Cicerone training. Ooh. Yes.
1: Um, so I, I actually already, since our last visit, um, I have actually passed the beer server c- certified. C- I'm going to start this back over because it's a mouthful. I, yeah. am a sure, we'll C- <laughs> I am officially sure. We'll edit that out. I am officially a Cicerone certified beer server. There Woo-hoo! you go. There you go. And um, yeah, so that is a it's a lot of studying. Um, so it is the test itself is I forget. I think it's like seventy questions or something. Don't, I don't actually don't remember how many questions, but it doesn't take very long. But the problem is you don't know what they're going to ask and they rotate the test periodically oh. um, every hmm. couple years. Um, so it can you can do study guides, you can do study tests, but it's not going to be it's not like a driver's test where it's going to be the same every year. Um, mm. but it's the similar as like a driver's test, at least this is how it was in the Midwest, where they have like four or five of them and they cycle them through. Um, sure. So, with that, um, it's highly suggested to read uh, Tasting Beer. Um, I don't mm. know if you guys have read that book. Uh, I, have, I have not read it, but I have had it regularly recommended to me. It is a it is a big book. Uh, it's a big book. I did an audio version of it. Um oh, was I would suggest and also not suggest um, because there's a lot of graphs in it and breaking oh. down of the um, the Plato degree and the uh, Levebond of all of the beers. Mm-hmm. But they read it in a way that doesn't – it's hard to do it audibly without having the visuals of the breakdown of – the of the recipes um so that's where it can get a little confusing um but yeah you basically have to learn and cover uh beer history uh styles uh be able to declare um colors level alcohol content uh glassware um keg and tap lines and serving Basically everything you would need to serve beer and and, and serve it properly um yeah so it's a it's a lot of fun, I highly suggest it um but that is where I came across this beer because it is in the historical beer section oh. uh, of the um of not only the book but of the actual um b j c p um so it is that's where this style isn't commonly brewed anymore, similar to like a goza. Um mm-hmm. or a lot of other um vice beers, it would actually be in that historical style um so that's I came across it and I was like i a smoked berliner vice I mean, come on, I have to try this beer and it's been it's it's been a journey um since our last visit till now, I just found it like three days ago, so oh, wow, yeah, so it's, now it's, you so you just found you the, have, the, the 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 book or no the beer this no, the beer, this beer. Tell. Okay, okay. it's been no, this it's, beer this beer yeah. um yeah it's been uh now, quite some time you
2: have you have a knack for finding interesting beers. so when you are on the hunt
1: for something where are you looking um so i do a few different things um because mm-hmm. you can just google it and try and go to the brewery itself and see if you can then find if they have find our find our beer Right. This is from a German brewery. I don't speak German, even though it's in my heritage. Um, It's a little trickier. It's a little trickier to find your beer uh, when you don't speak German, and I'm not sure what I'm clicking on, and it's a little scary. Um, But otherwise, uh, I will kind of rotate back and forth between untapped, because you can find a beer and then hit – like once you look it up, you can then hit find near me, and it will give you a radius uh, within your – Local uh, vicinity, and you can change that, and it'll tell you uh, like uh, bottle shops, uh, bars, uh, restaurants, and you can find it. And it tells you the date of when it was last posted, so you can actually oh. see if it's up to date or not. Um, do you ever look at uh, beer menus? I do
0: beer menus as well. Um, so I beer menus jump... I find is less reliable than it used to be because because uh, that's all of these apps are. Based on how the vendors are participating yes so and and people seem to be getting away from beer menus. so find find your beer. I haven't used that one at all so yeah, so
1: untapped is great with that, but again, yeah. it's the same one that if the vendor doesn't update it, like right you're you're kind of out of luck. the downs- well, well, uh, well
0: the way untapped works as opposed to how how beer menus works is that even if someone isn't going to be a someone isn't if, even if someone isn't giving untapped money, there are a lot of people, if, if they're not a, like an a f- official untapped site, people are still logging in beers and saying they had them there. Right. So you, can, you yeah. can still get information on untapped even if, some, even if the vendor isn't participating.
1: Exactly, yeah. So you can do a lot of investigative research, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. of going through the pictures of seeing where people are logging it in. And then if you find like, oh, they're getting it from this place near me and now I can go to that site and I can look yeah. it up. Um, I do beer menus uh, as well um, there is a bottle shop I've started frequently off uh, more often and it is the beer witch and their menu Ooh. is exclusively on beer menu and they do update it um, weekly so it, it is theirs is actually up to date. Um, and then otherwise if I can't find it on any of those Instagram and I just yeah go I just look it up. So, the gram is always good. It's, it's a lot of work to find a specific, rare, historical beer. But as I can tell you, it is definitely worth it. So, Well, I mean, I, I'm,
0: I'm very impressed because I think that, like, uh, I feel like looking for beer is in some ways like trying to find a movie you want to watch on a streaming service. It's because, like, unfortunately, since there's so much content out there, to extend the metaphor, for movies and for beers it's not hard to find something that you want to watch or drink. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, right. what is out there? And I will pick from what is out there. But if you're looking for something specific, it's always more challenging. Cause like, it's yeah. always the movie that you think, Oh, I really want to watch this movie. And it's the one thing that, Oh, okay. No, you have to, you have to go through pay, paywall to get that. Even though you're subscribing to seven different services. <laughs> is that is the analogy yeah. still holding?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yes. That works. Yes. yes. Although with beer you have to pay for it every time.
0: Well, you're paying for it every time. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. You're right. the the pay the pay thing breaks down. Yes. Uh but uh yeah, with, with, with I guess the difference in beer is how much you might have to travel to find it as opposed to whether you can just press a button yeah. Yeah.
1: Which was the main reason that I I came across halftime to begin with because they were listed as having this beer, um, and then they stopped carrying it because they had to deal with a German distributor and and we well, you know with yeah did you have that did you have it mailed to you from halftime uh, no I I went on a I went on a trek up there. Well, you have a uh, car, don't you? I normally don't, uh, but oh, okay. I, did, I did at that time. I did at that time. Okay. Um, I was. Using one for work, but my day, Clark Kent job, as we said. Yes, the Clark Kent job, very important. It was close enough, so. yeah. Yeah, but well, this one was the train. This was a long journey up all the way to 96th Street. Oh, yeah. I, well, I well Hopper, a...
2: I, I admire your commitment <laughs> to the beer avenging cause. Of course. Cool. <laughs> Always. Um, well, gentlemen, I have some bad news. What's that? I'm dry. Oh. Oh, I'm. I'm this uh, never happens. I'm,
0: well, I'm. I'm almost dry. But... <laughs> we can make this dry. It's fine. What do you know? I, I am too. So. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, I know. It, but this never happens. And, well, and we're only like 34 minutes in. Uh, I know. This is. It's really like. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I guess. I guess
0: this is. This is time for a. Should we have all have a second pause? Sure. Wow, this has never happened all at the same time. But well, this is really embarrassing. But we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, All right, yeah, let's let's go get another beer, and uh, we'll meet you back here. Uh, You'll either hear a pause, long pause, or maybe we'll put in some hold music, or maybe you'll just have an abrupt cut, like you're on the show Severance, (laughs) and you've just left work and you're coming back. If anyone's seen that, you'll you'll know what I mean. If not, it's a fun show. Fun is not the right word. All right, anyway, let's go get another beer. So everyone got their beers? Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, uh, well, should we go by the same usual protocol, uh, or should we reverse it from before? Or I'm not. You're the arbiter of good taste here, uh, Beer Wonder.
2: Well, here's the thing. I think on the count of three, we should all show off our beers, and we could even describe what our beer bottles look like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or cans, whatever you've got ready. Here yeah. we go. All one, right. one, two, two, and three. three. Well, all right. Since it's well, an audio podcast, none
0: of you can see that we are no, all the, holding
2: bottles that this is Wait a minute. really embarrassing, guys. Um, Did we all just pick the same beer? Well, it's
0: hard to tell because none of them have labels, but they I, they no, are I mean, without labels all beers look the same, right?
2: Yeah, but it's mm. like they everybody's got these these brown tall bottles with um, a little stopper on swing, top. Yep, swing tops on the top. They're all br- this hmm. I think we all have the exact same. So let me ask, uh, C- Captain, where did you get your beer from?
0: Well, I got it from uh, one of the other beer vengers. Uh, gave it to me uh, as a uh, as, as a gift, and I actually think uh, it might might have been one of you.
2: Yeah. Well, see, I also got mine from a fellow beer venger. Uh, it was passed off to me as a gift, uh, and I think that that beer venger might be in this.
1: I got mine from a fellow beer venger as well. Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay, well, who so, was your beer or who was your beer venger captain?
1: Well, it was
0: the globe hopper.
2: Okay, That's well. My beer was the globe hopper too.
0: Yeah, mine was too. All right, so this is this is you brewed this beer, didn't you? I
1: did, yes, I did.
0: Excellent. Yay! So, yes. so I guess we all have the same beer. So, as we all uh, prepare our pours here, tell us a little bit about what you have.
1: Um, yeah, so it is a. I'm gonna call it. A dark pale ale. Um, okay. Because it is a little bit richer than your standard uh, pale ale. Um, but still very light and really nice, just easy drinking.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's bitterness. real pretty to look at. It's yeah, it got sure this, is. It's got this beautiful amber color. I've got excellent head on mine. I've got like a solid maybe half, three quarters of an inch or so. Um with this beautiful color, with uh, really, like, foamy, really kind of creamy on top. Um, it's a beautiful looking beer right here.
0: Dark pale, or shall we call it a semi-pale ale? Ooh, semi-pale. That's nice. All right. Cheers, beer right. All right, ranges.
2: well, cheers. cheers. Ooh. Ooh, it's very floral on the nose. I'm getting a nice sweetness already.
0: It's interesting how lighting can affect all of this because uh, the Globhopper's mm. beer looks—we're all drinking the same beer, but yours looks looks a little bit lighter than ours. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's I definitely get this, like, cross between an amber and a pale ale because I'm getting some of the caramel sweetness that I'd expect out of an amber ale, but it's got a bit more of the, like, hoppy bite that I would want from something I'm like even, pale ale. I'm even getting a little what I think of with, like, red ales in this one as yeah. well. Yep. Yeah. Which is funny. It's cause... the ultimate. Oh, go no! You go ahead. You go ahead. Because well, no, it's the perfect it's combo beer for a globe hopper, one who hops all over the place. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. You just blend everything together, and it comes out right. That's how bre- that's yeah. how brewing works. Apparently. Yeah, so well, bad. now tell, tell us about tell us about your brewing adventure. So, how did this this new thing come into your life? Um, yeah. So this was actually with our um, our. One of the other Clark Kent jobs, um, yes. actually. And again, well, let's just name it. We actually, actually been naming it more and more.
0: Let's just. Say I know you, we you have. You got it. F- yeah, we work for for Unboxed Experiences and yes. City Brew Tours,
1: and you got this from Bruvana, right? Yeah, the ones who. who uh, do yeah, the- so Bruvana sends this out. Um, so I actually got this as kind of an experiment for City Brew Tours guides to help them brew to get just better at. The explaining the brewing process. Um, so we got to all brew together. So it was probably about twenty of us uh, all oh, wow. brewing at the same time. Excuse me, that carbonation is really coming up. Uh, yeah, it's real. The carbonation's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we all about twenty of us brewed from I think ten different cities all at the same time, all online, and it was a about three hour experience. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And you're doing it with people that we knew and, you know, you just do it all virtually and slowly add everything in. Um, The reason that this one is a little bit darker is because we were using malt extract. So you do get a little bit more of that kind of molasses kind of richness to it versus if you were to use a dry malt extract. Uh, This was liquid malt. So it is basically it's basically syrup. Um, So that's why it's a little dark. No, no, no. No. And that's where you get that richness, a little bit of that nuttiness, that caramel on there. Um, And it's just a single malt, single hop. um, Well, it's not a single malt. There is. There's some dry malt and the malt extract, but it is a single hopped beer. Uh, Citra, I believe, if I remember correct. Yeah, it does me...
2: have a feel of Citra to it. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. But it's a really well crafted beer. I was. Just, and is this your very first brewed it's, beer ever, glowhopper
1: Uh It's my first home brew. Uh, I have oh, okay. assisted in brewing um, with our friends over at Keg and Lantern. Um, mm-hmm. But and we did a that was a California Common, if I'm not mistaken. If I believe. Yeah, I was like, was yep. it a Kentucky Common or California? Because that was also <laughs> a time period where I drank way too much. Uh, it's a California Cheers. common, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the first home brew in my house on a large kettle and fermenting it under my kitchen table. So, as one does. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure: This is not
0: the first time uh, I've uh, I've had this beer. We'll get into that in just just a, a moment. But I, I'm also curious. I understand you thought there might have been a little discrepancy between what the kit told you the ABV was likely to be and what you think it might actually be.
1: Yes. So the normally with the kit, it would say it was a normal, I think, like 5%, somewhere around 5 6%. Mm-hmm. The issue is when I started pouring it into the fermenter or the fur monster, as we'd say, um, it was a lot less liquid than was supposed to be uh, okay, oh. which means that there's less surface or less liquid for the yeast to eat. Uh, sure. so it creates more alcohol. Um, so it's a little bit higher. I don't actually know what the ABV is, but you definitely feel very good. Um, after finishing one of these bottles, um, what's interesting, and- even just starting this bottle, uh, immediately after an 11.8
0: was it 10.8 or 11 point? I don't remember. I, uh, well, here's a funny thing. The last time we did one of these episodes, I had a 17% beer. And by the time we got laid into it, I, uh, here's the only up I have from that episode is I, uh, I think I confused, uh, objective and subjective at one point or another. <laughs> I think I was trying to use the word subjective and I use the word objective. Uh, thank you for all you, uh, all of our fans out there who, who didn't correct me on that. We don't quite have the jackals uh, to the degree that uh, Seth Meyers has uh, who are constantly, well, hopefully we will eventually have them so we can have a separate correction show like he does. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, it's, this is a, this is a very heady brew. (laughs)
1: It's,
2: it's very good. I assume that you've had quite a few of them yourself. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I think this is my sixth. Uh, and these are 22 ounce bottles and i still yeah. i actually was getting this one out and realized that i had another one left like shoved in the back uh where i was storing them and i was like oh i get i get more it's just a surprise it's uh the gift so, that keeps on giving exactly uh but i have to finish them because in the next couple of weeks i'm going to start another brew um Ooh. so i'm still figuring out exactly what that'll uh entail um but but we'll have to hear about that on a future show, I hope. I'm, I'm Maybe sure. share it on a future show. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I'm still figuring and, out which hops, yeast, and uh, malt I want to use because it also depends on what's available. Um, but sure. it'll be... I'm sure it will be mentioned and tasted in the beer of verse at some point. Naturally. Well,
0: Naturally. when I mentioned that I uh, that I tasted this one time before, uh, I, I think that's the best segue I can have to... Uh, we had a... We had a pretty amazing, very special uh, Beer Vengers event, uh, not not too long ago. Um, because mm-hmm. can 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 we say why we were? I mean, what what precipitated yeah, I think, it? I think yeah, it's fairly because Hophead Huck, uh, one of the original hosts of this show, and who you hear every week singing the songs and occasionally uh, announcing an origin story. Don't and trigger somewhat, it. And we all sorry. Unfortunately, I, I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is we're on a new uh, website, so it's not quite that sensitive just yet. Oh, good. Uh, okay. good. But uh, but yeah, but but uh, basically, uh, one of the original and still core beer venders and cider girl, who was I think the second guest ever on the show, uh, they are going out to establish their own beer venders outpost. In uh, in California, is it still technically Southern
2: California where they're going? Fresno. I I, I don't know oh, oh, California. I, okay, you're saying, I
0: didn't know we were allowed to say the name or not. I didn't know we were, what if we wanted to disclose that or not. Sure, they're going to Fresno, which I think is like upper Southern, right? Is it like north I of LA? I,
2: I don't. Cal, I don't do California.
1: Yeah. I'll be
0: honest. I don't, don't either. Really? So I like, long.
1: I have no idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't. I it's 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 yeah it's it's Southern, but definitely not LA. Um, which is all I, hmm, man, this is hitting me. Uh, but yeah, so they're going there. So they hosted a beer vendors get together, uh, at their place. And, uh, the glow popper brought some of this beer there with him. And, uh, we had a wonder, I I don't think I've posted the kill wall. We should post that kill wall. Uh, because we no, went quite through quite, quite a lot of wall. wonderful beers that night. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It I've, was, I've, uh, I've, I'm, I'm looking at it right now and I do see, uh, the I do see uh, Globe Hopper's beer in a place of prominence on the wall as it should be. Yeah, um, but
0: yeah, it's 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 hard for me to say even any any favorites that night because uh, I mean I was enjoying all of them and I definitely brought some that we didn't quite get to at my get together because we had so many there and unfortunately Globe Hopper wasn't able to be there so I brought some so you were able to uh, it, but it was uh, it was it was it was pretty great it was great seeing everyone lots of beer vendors there. Um, one of the things that I brought, well, d- d- or any any highlights for you guys? You want to not mention?
2: Well, I had my first Irish car bomb to keep it real, and I will say, not a fan. Hard pass. Yeah. Not going to do it again. Yeah, no, not not on my not high on my list of things. Which does mean that there was a Guinness on the kill wall, um, which That's may true. be a first for us. I don't know. I don't know. I, if
0: it is, it's uh, it's. I mean, i I'm, I'm 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 not ashamed to have a Guinness on the kill wall. I uh, okay. I've mentioned I've mentioned on here before about how I don't Guinness I experience Guinnesses differently than I used to, but I still enjoy them.
2: Yeah. Well, I, this has been an important part of the beer Avenger sphere. These sort of uh, get-togethers, these like beer yeah. hangs that uh, Huck and Cider Girl have hosted. So it was nice to have one final one while they're here in New York City uh, with a yeah, lot hopefully. of beer avengers from near and far. Hopefully, it will not be the last.
0: No and we're certainly hoping to have both of them on again in the future to like educate us all on the uh on the beer scene in Fresno.
2: Yes. And and, I mean, and other wonderful to things. Do about important, and Huck will need to do important research there obviously. And make hold down the quality control that Beer vendors do whenever we travel.
0: Well and I should also mention uh, that while we were there um I I all, we uh, in addition to being Beer, of course, you have to soak up the beer if you're all having a big beer tasting. And uh, we had an episode. See, when I talk about these sort of things, I should really go on, look in our archives and see when these ones. Anyway, uh, a while back, we had uh, the Belgian Blonde on the show, and and she wanted us all to talk about sustainable beers. Uh, and, And so I did a big thing about Big Alice and about how they'd worked with this bakery in my neighborhood uh, where they like shared some of their spent grain with them. I didn't know the whole story at the time, uh, but that's why I started buying bread from that bakery, and they did it again just a few weeks ago. So the oh, name nice. of the bakery is the Phoenix Bakehouse, uh, and uh, what they essentially did was they have a sourdough starter, and I I, I think the sourdough starter uh, identifies as female uh, because she calls herself Edie, um, oh, or Edie. she was named Edie. Uh, and they used some of the yeast from the sourdough starter, maybe even some of the bread as well, to create a beer that I was not familiar with before called Kvass. That's K-V-A-S-S. Uh, it's, a, it's a slightly mm. higher ABV version of the traditional version, but it is made with bread. Uh, and so they made this beer and they called it Edie's Big Adventure. And then when they were oh. done making that beer... They gave the spent grain back to the Phoenix Bakehouse, who then made a batch of bread from the spent grain. And uh, and I I brought some of it. Actually, I brought some of it to you, uh, Beer Wonder. You did. Yes. Uh, and I, I, I got a full loaf for myself, cut it in half, had half a loaf at my place, and brought the other half of the loaf to our party. So so, it was, it was really fun not only having this wonderful bread and sharing it together, but bringing that aspect of our show full circle. It was it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it was a lovely experience. My loaf is still slowly becoming sandwiches and other snacks, and it's well-made bread. It's very delicious. Oh, you
0: must be defrosting it uh, in in chunks if it's lasted that long. <laughs> Because yes, it's, it's really, been, it's, really fresh, and if you defrost the whole thing, you wouldn't still—it wouldn't still be edible by now. Yeah, I no. Think.
2: <laughs> I quickly cut it up and wrapped them in individual things because I knew it was oh, going to really take cool. me a while to get through it. So, uh, and it's oh. delicious.
0: You you have your carbs selectively.
2: I love a good sandwich, man. And if I'm going to do yeah, a sandwich, too. I need good bread with it, you know. So right,
0: right, but not yeah. too many, not too much of it at once.
2: Exactly, not too much, not too much at once. <laughs> uh,
0: the other cool thing that I saw there that I hadn't heard about before was the uh, the square foot project, uh, because part of it is about sustainable farmland, uh, or mm. it, it's I think it's listed as SQFT project. Uh, anyway, what they do is, uh, and and Edie's, Edie's uh, big adventure was one of the beers. Uh, what they do is they tell you. How much of the beer that you're having? How many acres of farmland, or how many square feet of farmland that that beer is being used? So, like, say, oh. if so, if there's a number four on there, that means the 12 ounce pour you have, uh, it, it came from four square feet of farmland. Oh, and wow. so you are, and so this is about the the relationship. Well, you were you were telling me a few more details about it yourself, uh, Globe Hopper.
1: Yeah. So, um so I know that. Especially Big Alice partners with a lot of the uh, the barley and the maltsters up, upstate, um, which is why they started their additional third brewery up in the Finger Lakes, um, yeah. so they can actually be closer. Um, so they are trying to be as renewable as possible and as limited right. and as using as many local ingredients. Uh, they actually currently – I think it's still on tap. I'm not sure – um it's their Castle Falls Lager. It's a just called a New York State Lager. Uh uh-huh. the entire beer, um, all the ingredients came from a 13 square mile radius of the brewery. So oh, wow. the hops, the malts, obviously the water, um right. and and the yeast. Um because we love our friends over at Big Alice and they they love to help out and give helping hands right. to everyone near them. Um yep. so yeah, so it's all about with the square foot and with um especially with them. Um, but also uh our friends over at Strong Rope are doing a lot of the same same work as well, uh, which is why they also started their brewery. Uh it's more of a tap room um in the Oh, I forget where it's at. It's upstate as well, I believe. You Are you talking about Saranac
2: Lake?
0: when Saran- Big Saranac Alice Lake? has one up in the Finger Lakes.
1: Big Alice is in the Finger right. Lakes, and I forget it's also. Oh no, sorry, it is up near Buffalo. Um, okay, because that's where the um, Jason he's from in that area. Yep. Um, so they it is a seasonal taproom slash brewery, um, but they're also doing the same of because a, a lot of Hop fields and malt uh, barley fields are growing up in New York now. They're starting to distribute and work with all these local breweries. So they're doing their tap rooms up there to have the local grains, minimal distance, as fresh as possible. And then they'll bring the beer down here to the city. Uh, They actually, I don't know if you guys ever had any of the beers that came on the schooner. Um, oh, I, think I, did. I remember hearing about this. I yeah, did not have it, uh, I think I did. I don't. I I don't know. Was this mentioned on the podcast in the past? Uh, I don't. I, so. I don't think so. No. Uh, so the schooner was a, a really fun thing. Um, it was very experimental. Where so they grab the malt, uh, from the fields up north. They then get them on basically a bicycle and they tricycle and they take them to a sailboat. And they ship them all the way down uh from the finger lakes through the canals all the way to the um basically the uh the ports here in New York, um right where the uh right near Industry City, and then they took a tricycle from there to all the breweries. And so they took it to oh. five boroughs, uh Strong Rope and uh Big Alice. And so they were a zero emission delivery of malts. Um, Very cool. I believe "Malt Overboard" was Five Bros' version, <laughs> um, and I forget the names of the others. I'm really
0: yeah. I, I think I had one of those from Big Alice, and I can't remember the name of it, but I remember I think it was like it was named for the boat, possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It was the other interesting thing I found out when I was at Big Alice so talking to the brewer for a little while, because I wanted to get an update on what's going on with the 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 farm brewers uh, mm-hmm. law, because we talked about that a lot. Right uh, about how it started at a low percentage and it's getting higher. I guess they're at about 60% now. You have to have 60% local product to uh, to f- qualify for the farm brewing law. Uh, and we're on the verge within a couple of years of that going up to 90%. Uh, but oh, the wow. brewer, Big Alice, uh, was telling me that uh, he's on the, sort of the board for all of that. And he was saying that they might be pushing to keep that at 60%. Uh, mostly because there's so many breweries that are involved now that that seems to be kind of the sweet spot to where that like sort of sort of like if it actually did go up to ninety percent at this point the farmers would have a hard time keeping up with the demand. So, oh. uh, yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: then it's working clearly. Yeah, uh, i was gonna yeah. say, but isn't isn't Big Alice already at at if not hundred percent? I, I at, well, what, already... what, what he
0: told me was that the New York City locations are at a hundred percent and right. the the one in the finger lakes is a little below i'm okay. not sure he, well, did, he didn't yeah. give me a number for that but he said that that the new york city ones are 100% yeah. and i know That's strong the- rope
1: is also 100% yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think yeah. the idea was that to keep as many people in the mix as possible yeah it wasn't a, it wasn't about them not committing to it it was more about how to keep as many people and have the be able to the, meet the demand and supply where it needs to be that 60% seem to be a good place for that to be happen as far as for a minimum doesn't mean obviously it's not a maximum but for a minimum 60% seem to be best
2: that's impressive. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that people are still following that and that it has been such a boon. Uh, I wondered if they were going to push it because of COVID, but I would imagine that local ingredients were actually something you really wanted, right? It, with supply chain issues, that it would make it really enticing to become a New York State farm brewery. Yeah, right, so, and
0: uh, you know, farming yeah. is pretty socially distanced to begin with.
2: That's very true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> From what I've seen, I've never farmed. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I don't know if the way it's portrayed in movies and television is. But generally speaking, it seems like there's not a whole lot of people, and there's a lot of like doing stuff off on your own.
1: Yeah. Are there any farmers
0: modern. out there in our beer uh beer sphere, beer whatever uh, suffix you want to add to it? To correct me about farming, please reach out to us at any of our various uh, uh, ways. You know, as you know, we're uh, we're on all the social medias on at the beer and that is uh, on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. You can uh, email us at thebeervengers at gmail.com. Um, am I leaving anything, anything out here, Beer Wonder?
2: No, that's one of the big ones. I was going to say we're not big on big TikTok one. yet, but, you know, I, um, I, 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 we're, we're not that cool. No. I couldn't do some sort of dance challenge with a pint or even Globe Popper's excellent beer. I, it's, I'm not ready for the dance yeah. options Is there yet. is there a
0: maximum length to a TikTok?
2: I think it's three minutes. Although they are looking at bringing them up to ten, and honestly, ten minutes—I i can, I'm done at ten. So minutes. I wonder
0: if there would be a thing where you could just go on TikTok and just drink a beer and have that be the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, there was an episode of Twin Peaks where, like, uh, I want to say that uh, there was someone sweeping the floor for like seven minutes. I think if I could just like, I think if we, I think we had a beer, beer vengers TikTok where we just like, oh, that's a good beer. <laughs> Does it take you 10 minutes to drink a beer, Captain? Well, again, I think I could manage it in the six minute thing. I, I just, I feel okay. like I'm, sometimes I might actually, it doesn't have to take me 10 minutes to drink a beer, but there's some beers I want to take 10 minutes to drink. That's fair. It's, uh, you know, but that's that. Uh, one more thing I want to make sure to mention here before we, uh, we move on and and send you off with uh, Huck's Dulcet Tones. Is something really exciting happened this week is that uh well we talked a little bit before about uh well we mentioned our, the the company we work for uh and all the various names uh there. Uh, and Bruvana, what they do uh you know, we 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 went back when we had uh when we had Molly aka she's had a couple different names. What's her name now? Dunkle I mean, we had uh,
2: the Duncan. name was Dame, the last one I Casey think we lady. had. But lady. yeah, so she where, basically where she
0: landed. F- we met her at the company work for and she was doing a thing called Brews Less Traveled, hosting that show. Uh she has since moved on and actually we're probably going to be checking in with her again soon. Uh she's, yeah, she's, she's she has got a she very could, cool project. She keeps in the works. telling us she's going to mail us some beer from the brewery she's working from. And when she finally does that, she will be back on the show and we will all have that beer together. Uh but uh I've been on I- I've been a co-host of the show uh where we we talk about the various beers every month. Uh, Beer Wonder has, uh, in fact, it's the only podcast you can go to to find out our actual identities because we I use know. our real names there. Um, and just this week, Beer Wonder and I were asked to be the hosts for the month of May. I don't think we're allowed to say the name of the cities yet, are we?
2: No, it's still under wraps. It's top it's secret,
0: but there is a reason why they wanted two hosts. Yes. They, they wanted two hosts and they said, well, let's get the Beer Avengers. To host this and
2: uh, uh let me co-co-hosts. see. here. Let's be clear. Let's be we're, clear. We're co-hosting. Yes. We
0: are co-hosting, we are we're yeah. well we're actually we're dual co-hosts because Brian yes, exactly. is still the host. And so exactly. we are yes. he for he wanted to have two co-hosts for a specific reason this month, which you will find out about if before May twentieth you go to, or, I'm sorry, before April twentieth, if you go April twentieth to Bruce Yeah, April twentieth, if you go before that date, because this is Coming out at 16th. It's 18th. You might be listening to this the 18th or 19th, so you'll still have time. So if you go to com and order a Brew's Less Traveled Project, you will get beers for the month of May. You will be able to hear Beer Wonder and myself and Brian. I'll talk about these beers with the brewers, and I'm really excited about doing that because I had so much fun doing time. it the last month I did it. Uh, I think we're going to have Brian on again. We're, well, Brian on again. Brian, we've never had Brian on. We're going to have Brian on soon to talk about all of that. And uh, this is a good beer, Jonathan. Globhopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's, that's how good yep, it is. Th- I don't know who that's that is. That's how good it is. That, that's I, that's uh, did, my roommate. Uh,
0: he was, yeah, he was exactly, just yeah.
1: He He just popped in. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, you look so much alike. He uh, just, yeah, he just
2: hopped on by, didn't he? Yeah, just I, I, right, I, I
0: was confused, Globehopper, because I thought you, when you were talking about what you are saying, I thought you said he brewed it for you. Uh, but yeah. I know. I know. Yes, yeah.
2: exactly. We did it together. Well, hey, it's hey, a blurry hey, line. Most importantly, do we have a name for this brew? Have you given Ooh. it any thought, Globehopper?
1: I don't know. Um, I've been drinking a lot of it, and I still don't have a name narrowed down. The more you drink
0: of it, the harder it is to be decisive about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, for for me, there is this wonderful ethereal quality to it. It is almost the in-between for me, because it sits between so many different places, and there's a mystery to it. And the more you drink of it, the more mysterious everything gets. (laughs) So shall we call it the hopside down
0: that's a
1: good one uh hopside down the neither nor oh uh,
0: i i i don't think uh beer Ooh. wonder has watched what say that again the neither nor the neither nor, the neither nor. as well mm-hmm. uh beer wonder have you ever watched the show stranger things
2: uh, I'm familiar with it, but I have not watched it.
0: Yes, there's a place they go to that's sort of weird where everyone recurs to is the Upside Down. So that's what... The Upside yes. Down. So this this strange beer I thought would be the Upside hopside Down. Neither nor. Both are good, yeah.
1: Neither um, nor.
2: Well, are any of these calling to you, Globe Hopper?
1: Again, I've been drinking way too much of this, so I'm also feeling this as well. So okay. So we've exper-
0: experienced... We, we've mentioned... Dark pale, we said yeah. semi pale.
2: Mm-hmm. Beyond the pale, the okay. least pale, least pale,
0: the most pale. No,
2: the most pale. No, that's 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 the pale male, aka at <laughs> <Oppen, laughs> Huck's Domain. Yeah. We can't take that from him. no,
0: we can't, um, we can't.
2: Well, knowing that, I say we put it to our listeners.
0: Yes, um, absolutely. I we in fact, I think what what I should do is we should put this up as a poll on our Instagram. Like, put a picture of this beer, all of us enjoying this beer uh let's let's hold up our all our glasses in front of our faces one more time. just oh I'm, gonna, I'm trying to hide the logo Rick doesn't like anymore <laughs> uh all right, so we'll put this picture up with this beer and we will uh we will put it to a vote for the uh we'll have a poll you name you name the beer we'll give you the choices and you can also name an other if you want to name an other.
2: All right. Yeah, and then we'll bring it to the Globe Hopper to decide.
0: So, I think that sounds fair. All right. Uh, any other pertinent business that we need to discuss? or Are we? Uh, is that it? I think we've done
2: important beer venging today.
0: I we we definitely have. I feel I feel this was very productive. I uh, I'm sorry we were away from our our beer vengers out there for so long, and we, I promise we won't make you wait as long for the next one. And uh, oh. Oh, hi. Oh, Huck. You know, I thought he was in Amsterdam, but all of a sudden he's here in the room with us, and I uh, and I think he wants to play us out. Uh, I still have some more of this. I should probably share it with him. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, like and subscribe, all that, and and tell us uh, what you want to name the beer. And uh, Thank you again uh, for, for coming back for your third appearance. Globehopper, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to rub that in the nose of uh, Nutpool the next time we see him. Thank you. uh we you know say what you will about nutpool. All right, thanks everyone. This has been great and uh, huck play us out. We're the
1: beer, beer 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 Avengers beer beer beer, beer Avengers beer beer beer, beer, beer Avengers. We the beer Avengers. Avengers.